Good evening. Welcome to Builders Problems Solved. Welcome to this Wednesday night edition. Just trying to get my little McJigger thing up so I can see if anyone's watching or anyone's making comments. They still haven't fixed the issue that they uh, they caused when they started to do all of this uh, third-party software McJiggering things with um, Facebook and so forth. Wayno's watching, Scott's watching, Stephen's watching, David's watching. And there's more. But wait, there's more. Simone's watching. So there's about seven of you thus far. Emma and Adrian are here. And the list just keeps growing. <laughs> Anton is watching. Um, and uh, Wayno's here. I think I've already said good day to Wayno. I've got some very, very bad news for you. And uh, Milk Wilkinson is here. Um, got a message not very long ago at all. Our wonderful guest speaker um, was taken to hospital with, I think, pancreatitis. You can correct me if that's not how you say it, but um, she's quite groggy and sedated and incredibly disappointed uh, that she couldn't be here with us this evening. So uh, when she is back to her, her fighting uh, fitness, we will definitely be getting um, her back on. So um, Robin... If you ever get to see this, hope you get well soon. Shane's watching, Adam's watching. And so people have been, uh, Julie's been scrambling to, to get a guest. And in the end, I said, look, we're really not going to get a guest at this short notice. Um, what I will do, and uh, I want to make this as valuable as possible. Uh, I'm probably not going to make it as entertaining and as valuable as if we had um, uh, Robin here. Steve's watching, Ben's watching, Warren is just joined us, uh, but I'm going to endeavour to make it as valuable as possible. So what I'm going to turn it into, Vivian, hi, I'm um, going to turn it into basically a Q&A. You can ask me any question about building businesses. I've got some questions here to, to, get, start, to get started with because... There, there are a number of questions that I get asked all of the time uh, and they're, they're very prevalent questions. Most people suffer from them. Um, so I want to, uh, again, try and make this as valuable as possible and um, give you something that is, that is practical and implementable. I'm not sure whether implementable is a word if it isn't, I've just invented it, one to me. So, but if you've if you've got specific questions you'd like to ask, and they can be random questions, obviously something to do with with the building business. Um, if you want to know about science or or relationships or something like that, forget about it. Um, but if it's something to do with the building business, you can just pop your questions in uh, the comment section, and I will do my very best to answer it. So the, the first question that I 
am am going to attempt to cover because it's a massive, massive question. Uh, and there was um, a lady. Can I remember her name? No, I can't. Asking about it in Builders in a Circle uh, just the other day. Bretto J. McEnzie is also here. Um, and and a, a bunch of people in Builders in a Circle have asked this question. Are struggling to get leads. Uh, so the question is kind of how do I get more leads? How do I get better leads? And um, you know, I, I think that the the Builders Business Black Belt members who are watching here tonight can also uh, throw in their comments about this and what they've learned. Um, because that's, I mean, we just we spent two whole days talking about this. Hugh is watching. Good evening, Hugh. Uh, up at Noosa our, at our two-day intensive. And I, I guess that's an indication of how big this question is. Um, we spent two days on a part of it. We didn't, we didn't cover the whole thing. We covered a part of what do you need to do to, to get, um, in, a, in, in this case, better quality leads we were talking about um, and so I thought I would just unpack that as the first question if questions come from that as we're going along just pop them in the comment section so those of you who are out there watching who of you give us a thumbs up or a yes or a yeehaw or an amen or whatever you want to give me uh, if you either want or could do with more leads or better quality leads? Either or, let me know. Do you, would, would you be better off, would your business be better with more leads or better quality leads? And, you know, so, so the reason I put the better quality in there is I speak to some people who, Tony is watching, just joined us. Um, good evening, Tony. Some people say, you know, I don't, I don't need more leads. I've got, you know, I can't get the work done that, that uh, I've got on the books now. And so they don't put any effort into the front end of their business. Richard's also joined us. Um, and I think that's a big mistake, and we covered this at the intensive, because there, there is this, and we've talked about it before, philosophy called The One Thing. Um, it's a book, and uh, you can get it on audible.com. Uh, it talks to you all about, time blocking it dispels the multitasking myth that multitasking is a good thing to do it's about the worst thing you can do Dougie's with us g'day Dougie um, but it, it the, the philosophy or the overall overarching philosophy of the one thing is um, what is the one thing that if I were to perform that activity perform that action it would make everything else around it either easier or some things unnecessary so you could you could apply this to your daily list so um you could look at your list and you could you could you will be able to find something on your list and it may not exist on your list you may need to put it on your list that then there is an activity today that if i were to do that activity i would be able uh or it would it would make other things on my list easier uh, and it would make some things on my list unnecessary. I mean, how cool would that be? So you can apply it to your list. You can apply it to your goals. 
And I believe you can apply it to your business. And if I get my little uh, drawing McJigger out here, and I start doing a bit of drawing, and I'll pop that up there like that. Um, in Black Belt, we talk about the the you know the, the four areas. Uh, the first one is attract, and that replaces marketing. We don't talk about marketing. Uh, the next one is qualify. So that replaces sales, so we don't talk about sales. And then there is deliver plus. That's kind of like the build process. So, you know, we can still call it the build process, but we call it deliver plus because there's a reason for that. Um, and then there's scale. And scale is all about growth and reducing your workload. So work goes down, your workload goes down, um, and the business growth, generally the dollars, go up. That's, that's what scaling's all about. And if you would apply, apply this one thing to your business, what is the one thing out of those four areas that if you were to put a bunch of effort into and really get it going beautifully would have the effect of making everything else in the business easier and many of the activities that you are currently probably swamped by uh, unnecessary. So which would be the one that if you focused on would make everything else in the business easier and a bunch of stuff unnecessary? Um, I'll throw... John is, is uh, watching. G'day. Um, I'll throw the, the question out to you guys. If, if you were to, to pick one of those four areas of your business, um, you can call it marketing or sales or the build or growth, whatever you want to call it. Um, we've just got special names for it in, in Black Belt. Which one do you think, if you put the effort in to it, would make the rest of it easier and probably get rid of a bunch of unnecessary activity so pop that in the the comment section because there is one you know and they're all important um bretto has said drive plus and i imagine that's that predictive text taking over and he means deliver plus tony says qualify um Jan is just waving. <laughs> Dougie said attract marketing. Adam saying qualify. Uh, Wayno saying attract. So we're all over the place. But the, 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 I guess the, uh, there's a bit of a tie there between qualify and attract. So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you. In my mind, and just because I'm saying it doesn't mean it's true. It's, it's just how I believe this works. And what I would suggest to you is if you put the major effort into a tract, it makes everything else so much easier. And so what a tract is, is you've got to ask yourself some questions. So what, what do we want to attract as far as projects? 
what do we want to attract as far as people with those projects? So what, who is the ideal person for us? Is it the first home buyer or is it the person building their forever home? Uh, you know, who is the ideal person for you? And then the major question, the major question you need to ask is, are we attractive to those people with those projects? And when you start to... Um, I'm just reading a, a couple of... Uh, <laughs> of, of uh, comments because some of them are quite funny. Scott Boyd says, phone a friend. <laughs> uh, Bretto said, that's my bad handwriting. So it wasn't his predictive text, it was my doctor's writing. Uh, attract for us probably because we would save a lot of time not referring to Bruce. That's a little in-joke as far as um, uh, <laughs> builder's business, black builder's concern. Um Emma said, sorry, didn't mean to tag an actual Bruce. <laughs> Doug saying his ideal person, second, third home buyer. Um, but here's the thing. There is a, a very specific process. As I said, it, we, we unpacked it in great detail over the last two days um, uh, last week, Thursday, Friday in Noosa, to be able to attract the right type of people because the qualified process is kind of it's it's you know where people go along the process here and if they don't qualify they kind of get kicked out of the the process or another way to draw it could be a series of hurdles and they're coming along here and they might jump over the first one but then they mightn't jump over this one here they'll stop there so they don't make it through into the area where you be, uh, they become a client of yours so if you're getting much better quality, and it's not about the numbers, in fact, the best attract process doesn't get you huge numbers. It's more focused on the quality rather than the quantity. Because if you're getting quality um, lead, uh, sorry, if you're getting quantity leads, what does that mean? That means that I'll get red for this, um, and I'll do this, this magic thing. Your, your qualify process gets red hot because it, it's just being overused. You're putting people through the qualifier process. That takes a ton of time, a ton of effort, and um, you only get a few quality customers out of the end of it because the, the quality of the leads you're attracting isn't high enough. So putting effort into the attract really makes a big difference if you put if you're getting a small number of super high quality leads the qualified process works exceptionally well you're really happy you're not spending a whole lot of time sorting people out you're just getting good quality uh, uh, leads that go through your qualified process they're educated as to how they need to behave uh, to be a good client of yours and then when that works you get into the deliver plus here uh it's just so much joy. I mean, have you guys had a nightmare client on a project and have you had a, a, a delightful client on a project? Put that in the comment section. What's the difference in the time, the profitability and the, uh, the, the enjoyment level of 
a project when it, when a person's an absolute nightmare versus um, a joy to work with. I'm sure that you'll agree that there's a ton more efficiencies. Uh, it's a ton more fun. There's a lot less mistakes. There's a lot le- less aggro. There's a lot more positive energy on site when you're working for someone who really appreciates what you're doing. There's good communication. They're, you know, they're really good quality clients. So, um, you know, qualify is much better. It's meant to be a tick. Deliver plus is much better. And obviously, if you're saving time and effort here and you're more efficient and enjoying stuff here, what is going to happen to the profitability here? It's going to go up. And because you've got a good process, your business is working really, really well, it's easy to scale. It's easier to build. The issue with most businesses, building businesses, when they try to grow them, they're trying to grow a broken model. Uh, you know, if, if you're already working flat out, there are just no hours left in the day for you. You find it hard to get away from work. You find it hard to get on holidays. You're working late. You don't get to do things you'd like to do. Uh, you're not making so much money. Um, that sort of thing. What would happen if you grew that business model? Like it's not going to get better by making it bigger. It's going to get worse. So you've got to get everything uh, happening. Um, why Bretto says, why no Brett Lewis versus the Penny family? So I'm assuming one of those is good and one of those is bad. Uh, uh, Bretto knows I have, Wayno says, I went off my tits. <laughs> uh, we've had prior issues doing Renaults with clients trying to live in the house. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, it's a pain. It's a pain for everybody, though. So here's the deal, guys, what you need to be doing. And, and here's the thing, and this is why I'm, it looks like I'm going to take up the whole half an hour with this, <laughs> with just getting to this one question. Um, and that is, it's counterintuitive to work in this attract area. You talk to most people, uh, builders, and they want to palm off the marketing activity. Let's just call it marketing for the purposes of this conversation. All of the Facebook stuff's too hard. Managing the website's too hard. Figuring out who your best clients are is all too hard. And plus, I don't have time for it because I'm over here in this part of the business talking to leads, trying to turn them into clients and then getting the work done. And uh, so I don't have time to put into attract is what many people say. And that's why I went right back to this one thing, that if you understand the one thing philosophy, it is absolutely essential that you put some time And I would say daily, I would say daily into your attract process rather than, you know, doing a big chunk of it once every so often. I'd I'd map it out if I were you and then I would work it daily. Um, And so what are some of the things that you might need to do to get better quality leads? 
Well, one of the first things, if I get rid of this here, oh, I might as well just open up a new one, in case we want to refer back to that magnificent bit of artwork. Um, one of the first things is what is the number one problem and see how many of you guys can answer this what's the number one problem you solve for your customer what's the number one problem you solve for your customer just pop that in dean has just joined us um dougie agrees with scott boyd about the pain and Doug's asked the question, how can we pre-follow... Having trouble with my teeth, he says, how can we pre-qualify our customers? Um, that's kind of a different question, but what we're talking about here is, is attracting better quality in the first place, and that takes the heat off the qualification process. But basically, it is a step-by-step -step process. It begins with questionnaires... Uh, and the focus is really trying to understand what your prospects, uh, main fears, frustrations, wants and aspirations are. You know, people don't want a house. You've heard the old saying, you know, uh, you know the, the guy didn't want uh, a quarter-inch drill bit. He wanted a quarter-inch hole. And that's the same with somebody buying a house. They don't want a house. There is a very specific purpose as to why people want their house. And it's generally part of what they're dreaming about, what they uh, want to get away from. They're cramped. There's arguments with the kids, so they need more space or uh, it's too noisy and we can't sleep properly or it's too far away from work so we've got to you know get it closer to where we work or there's all sorts of ideas or reasons as to why people want uh, to get this home built by you and the qualification process is really trying to understand that uh, getting a really good connection with them so there's a lot of openness and trust uh, they're telling you the genuine uh, budget rather than the, the bullshit that people go on with you know they, they, they tell you what they think you need to know and they're not going to tell you the truth we need to get rid of that so there, there's a whole series of steps and as I said before they're kind of they're little hurdles this is what a qualified process looks like and and the idea is to get your customer from here or your prospect from here to here to be a customer and along the way, you put a little hurdle in front of them. Uh, a, an example of a little hurdle in, a, in the qualification process we give to our uh, black belt members, one of the first little hurdles is, w would you mind filling out this questionnaire? And if somebody says to you, mate, I'm not interested in a questionnaire, I just want a price. They didn't jump over that first little hurdle. Bang, out they go. And it's not as, you know, there's a, a better way of doing it than out you go. Uh, but for the purposes of this discussion, that's what's got to happen. But if they answer the questions, then there's another behavioural hurdle you put in their path and then another and then another. Um, and along the way, basically, you save a lot of time because many people won't jump over those hurdles. But the beauty of the qualification process is the one that we teach in Black Belt is it's an education process. 
And what it does is it educates the prospect on how they need to behave and interact with you so they get significantly more value. They, they really enjoy the process. And by the time they get to the end there, you really are genuinely working together as a team. And generally, when, when a person jumps over here, over here, over here, learns all that along the way, and this, you know, the, the please, you know, tell me what, you, what your experience is, all you guys out there who are Black Belt members, that if you are the highest, you know, if, 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 you're, if you're quoting against somebody, if you're the highest do you still get the gig if you've done the qualification process? So tell me what your experience is or tell the guys in Builders in a Circle what your experience is that if you do the qualification process properly, it works to the point where they trust you so much they, they want, they'll do whatever it takes to get you to be their builder. Uh, Bredo saying, Nick, so in a nutshell, this is about the law of attraction foremost, and if you only apply positive energy into the business, uh, you will over time attract similar like-minded clients before, uh, therefore, why this attract is important. That, that is a very deep, Bretto, that's, that's, very, that's a very deep um, approach, and it's very correct. It, 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 but with the, the, the attract process we teach in Black Belt, it, it makes more sense, you know. It's it's a it, it it's a little more logical than the, uh, the the law of attraction. A lot of people think the law of attraction's a load of rubbish. I don't. Um, I, I think that that if I think that pe- people and businesses tend to attract people who are just like them. So, um, you know, if 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 your the environment in your business is attractive to the people that you want because you've thought about it, you want, you understand them, well, um, you, you'll start to attract those people. But you, you're spot on, Brett. Um, at least said, ooh, Brett's been reading. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the, the guys are just starting to put some comments in there. It, the, the, even if you are significantly dear, dearer than somebody else that you're... Uh, competing against, you generally still get selected. I think what most of our black belt guys are finding out now is uh, because they're being paid to put the proposal together, they've kind of outdone the competition before it all gets started. If if you've created enough rapport, enough understanding, enough connection uh, and enough trust with your prospect for them to pay you, a chunk of change to put their proposal together, I think you've kind of won the race all but uh, by then anyway. So I haven't got any answers here uh, about what's the number one problem you solve for your customers, um, or have I? No, I haven't. Um, And and that's okay because it, it, um, and again, you can ask the Black Belt members, that is a real challenge to, to do. So uh, just before we get out of here, I'm, I am going to give you something to do. Um, and it's something that we did at, in the intensive. And um, I think it would be a really worthwhile activity for anyone to do so you can start to wrap all of your 
marketing and positioning messages around this um, framework, if you like. So what we did up in Noosa is we just did a big brainstorm on what are, whoops, what are all, as many as you can think of, the frustrations your ideal prospect has before they meet you. So they're, 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 they're frustrated or worried about something and they're looking, you know. So what are, the, what are their frustrations about dealing with the, the building industry, if you like? And what are, so you brainstorm that and you also brainstorm what are their fears. So the difference between a frustration and a fear is they're both negative, but a frustration is something that they've got now and a fear is something that they're concerned about in the future. And then you brainstorm all of their wants. And then again, that is what they want now. And it's generally the answer to their frustrations. What are their aspirations? And just think about it quickly. If, if your ideal customer is kind of under 30 versus somebody other, and other businesses where their ideal customer is over 55, would their fears and aspirations be different? Absolutely they would. So this really needs to be focused in on the ideal client for your business. And so once you've done that, you create what's called a problem promise stack. And what that, what that looks like is the top three frustrations... And the number one fear. That's the promise stack. The problem stack is the top top three wants and the number one aspiration. And what we went to great lengths with our guys in Noosa about was creating this problem promise stack <clears throat> and then getting the message across that all of your um, all, all of your messaging in the future just needs to be around those eight things because the ho whole idea is all of your messaging needs to be consistent because consistency over time equals trust. It's a formula. Consistency over time equals trust. And so if all of your content that's going out there, your Facebook posts, your Instagram stuff, it's all focusing on these things here, just these eight things and no more, nothing outside of that, your messaging becomes really, really consistent. People start to rely on uh, your messaging. Through that messaging, they get to know you as well. Um, and it's, it's quite easy to be quite knowledgeable and, and a seeming, and I'm doing air quotes here that you can't see, um, a seeming expert on a few things. If you, if you want to be an expert on lots of things, that's a lot harder. But if you pick just three frustrations, three wants, one fear, one aspiration that really are in your customers' or your prospects' minds and you are addressing those in all of your marketing information, the copy on your website, 
the videos you might do, the posts you might do, the blogs you might do, whatever it might be, and it's just addressing those eight things over and over and over and over and over, it makes a massive difference to the level of trust before they even meet you, uh, which, is, which is super powerful. So uh, that went really quick, and I, and, and I only did one question. So uh, we, we could do like a, a four-hour builder's problem solved without any, any worries at all. Um, so if you, if you want to ask more questions about this, um, the, the place is in the comment section below this video. Uh, love to get into conversations with you. A couple of, I think, uh, Dougie said problem promise stack two question marks so it's obviously a bit of confusion there Dougie you know when this is over um, feel free to, to ask that question again with a little bit more um, uh, detail and, and I'll be more than happy to, to help um, help you out with that he's just put his what's our number one fear meaning the, the client's fear yes so, so what is the, the number one fear of your ideal prospect. That's really the question you've got to ask yourself. But don't sit there and try and think, what's the top three frustrations? What's the number one fear? The secret to this is maybe getting with somebody else and just brainstorming and just write everything you can possibly come out with on, on a few sheets of paper. And then once you've sort of got everything out of your brain about what could their possible frustrations and, and possible fears be, uh, then you start to, to narrow it down and, and pick the top three frustrations and the number one fear. But it's, it's not your fear, it's their fear. It's what they're worried about. And it could be something along the lines of, you know, I've, I've watched a bit of a current affair and, and, and what if the builder's nice and all of that sort of stuff comes across nice, but he ends up you know, ripping us off and we don't get what we want or um, something like that. Or what, what if we can't afford what we're dreaming about? Or, you know, what if, what if we, we get a builder um, who, you know, doesn't know what he's doing? Or, there's all sorts of things. Uh, Simone has just put in, so three frustrations from a client's point of view, as example, are... Uh, one could be messy, arrogant builders. Yeah, that could be a concern. Like you've heard stories from other people who have built where the builder is just super messy and, you know, it's really untidy and unorganised and all of that sort of stuff. Um, they're worried about that they don't have a clue what to do about it. And then there's all of the, the permits and approvals, as Simone has said. Um, and the fear might be not to get the house I want. And there's plenty of examples of that around. So those fears and frustrations are out there uh, and, and, they're, and they're quite common. Uh, Wayno says, interview your A-class clients for these, which is a great suggestion. If, if you've got past and present clients, go out and just ask them a few questions. What were you worried about and concerned about before you got started? And that, that will give you a... Um, a great head start with this. But as I said, if, if anyone listening to this live or the replay, if you've got any questions, and I'm sure I would have raised a bunch of questions with this presentation here tonight, if you've got any questions, more than happy to get into a discussion with you um, in Builders Inner Circle and help you out as best as possible. Um, not sure whether 
Robin will be with us next week. Um, I'm, I'm thinking she'll be healthy enough, but she might uh, have uh, something else on the schedule because, as I mentioned, she is she is the most sought-after female public speaker in the country, and, and it's so awesome that she's even agreed to, to be on the show and talk to you guys. Um, but it just, as, as it happens, you know, just last minute, put in hospital not much you can do that about that i mean she could have been lying in the hospital bed doing this on the phone but uh <laughs> she did say in the message she was a bit out of it <laughs> and you know she wouldn't do it if she was a bit out of it because she is the most enthusiastic energetic person that you will come across she's brilliant so i look forward to uh putting in front of you at some stage in the future so uh, that is it for this episode of Builders Problem Solved. Look forward to talking to you again next week, 8 p.m. Builders in a Circle. If this has been uh, valuable for you, reach out to other builders outside of Builders in a Circle, other sub-trades who might get value out of it, and invite them into our gang so we can share this sort of stuff with them and they can start asking questions uh, to other people in the group. Dougie says, excellent conversation tonight. Love it. Bro. I'm Dougie's bro. Excellent. <laughs> uh, thank you, uh, everyone, for, for joining us. Um, I had a blast standing here kind of by myself talking to the camera. But I love this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. I love unpacking this stuff. I love sharing this stuff. So uh, it's kind of up to you to, to ask the questions through Builders in a Circle, and um, uh, as I said, I'll help you out best as possible. But it's it's a pretty important area to get stuck into is that attract, particularly because you, you go inside yourself and see how uh, excited every day when you get up you are about working on the attract side of your business. I bet it's not very. <laughs> but once you finally understand, once you experience it, once you see the light, um, and understand when you put effort and, and, and energy and, and create the, the right model that's important in that space, the rest of your business starts to change immensely. Things become easier. Things become faster. Things become more fun. And when you see that starting to happen, you'll put even more and more energy and effort into the front end of your business. So, you know, I hope I've encouraged you to do that and not do what everybody else does, which is near on nothing and then blame the market and the economy for them not doing well. It's nothing to do with the market. It's nothing to do with the economy. It's everything to do with the business owner's uh, commitment to identifying their target market and getting inside their mind and figuring out what their fears, frustrations, wants and aspirations are and having those people feel like they are understood. Very, very powerful stuff. I hope it's been valuable. That is it. I am out. Mick Hawes, Builders Business Black Belt. Bye for now. 